It's Wednesday, March 29th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. At least 40 migrants were killed and 28 seriously injured in a fire at a migrant detention facility in the border city of Cuidad Juarez, Mexico, started by occupants protesting their impending deportation, authorities said Tuesday. The fire started around 10 p.m. local time Monday when some detained migrants lighted mattresses as a protest when they heard they would be deported, Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador said, citing initial reports. Mexico's Interior Ministry said the injured were in serious condition and sent to four hospitals in Ciudad Juárez. Dozens of emergency workers, ambulances, and vehicles from the coroner's unit were at the detention facility, where bodies were outside on the ground covered with emergency blankets. A spokeswoman for the National Migration Institute said the agency is cooperating with federal prosecutors to determine the cause of the fire and the conditions at the detention facility, which is a few steps from the city hall and close to one of the border bridges that connect Cuidad Juarez with El Paso, Texas. In other news, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy tried to prod President Biden into starting talks over spending cuts as a condition for raising the debt ceiling, just as Republicans are struggling to unite around a blueprint for negotiations ahead of dual deadlines later this year. The White House released its own budget proposal earlier this month and has said it will not negotiate on spending until Republicans put forward their own plan. Mr. McCarthy has rejected that notion and said in a letter to Mr. Biden that talks should start as soon as possible. While neither budget would have a chance of becoming law, they serve to outline the party's policy intentions. In his letter to Mr. Biden on Tuesday morning, the California Republican reiterated that he wanted to roll back non-defense discretionary spending and lock in low annual increases from there, while also proposing clawing back unspent COVID-19 relief funds and strengthening work requirements for social programs. The White House dismissed the letter, leaving any talks at an impasse. Around the world, explosions shook Russian-occupied cities in southern Ukraine, injuring a police chief and hitting a military facility, while a Russian missile strike killed at least two people and injured 29 others in the eastern city of Slavyansk, Ukrainian officials said. The explosions on Monday came as front lines in the east and south were largely deadlocked and Ukraine's military resisted offensives by Russian forces focused on a handful of cities to the east of Slavyansk, which has long been in Moscow's sights. Ukraine is preparing to launch its own offensive, which analysts say could aim south toward the Sea of Azov, a band of territory including Melitopol and Mariupol that Russia has occupied since early in its 2022 invasion. Ukrainian special forces and partisans have targeted leading collaborators in occupied areas, but rarely acknowledged their involvement publicly. Back in the U.S., Lawmakers said at a congressional hearing Tuesday they would be digging further into the baby formula industry and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's oversight of it, following testimony from a former FDA official about the continued vulnerability of the formula market. 
The nation remains one outbreak, tornado, flood, or cyber attack away from finding itself in a similar place to that of February 17, 2022. Frank Giannis, the former deputy FDA commissioner for food policy and response, said in a testimony prepared for a hearing by the House Oversight Committee's health care panel, Mr. Giannis helped lead the agency's response to the formula recall and ensuing shortages. In February 2022, Abbott Laboratories shut down its largest formula factory in Sturgis, Michigan, after the FDA received a series of complaints about four infants who had fallen ill. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.